Hello, and welcome back to Try Not to Die. I'm your DM, your dynasty maker, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our lone hero. Lisa Condemi, a.k.a. Gorgonzola. She once was a girl in a farm who got pulled on a fantastic yarn Ooh. of sparkling shards and pirates who say are, and then almost lost her arm. Oh, wow. You came up with that right before this? I'm really good at limericks. That was really good. Thank you. The precedent has been set, though, so, you know, be ready for that. I am expecting a limerick every time. Hey, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We made it back from our break. We're so excited. Oh, we this it has been so long since we began this journey. Um, now that we are beginning the third book, essentially, uh, I want to thank you all for listening we really appreciate it we really appreciate everyone who signed up for our patreon especially during the break it's popping yeah it's popping now we're gonna get lots of good content out for you we've been cooking up lots of stuff but like a sauce it takes time Take some time, but it's Take coming. Some time. It's coming. I and promise. if you're listening to this, you probably noticed our new cool uh, art. Ooh, the logo. Everything's different. By Saya or at 3D Piss. Mm-hmm, so check mm-hmm. out their art. And thanks, thanks so much, Saya. Thanks again. It looks really, really beautiful. I'm we very love excited. it. Yeah. Check out Peep Stilton. Peep. Oh yeah, Peep Stilton. Peep the shard. Peep the croc. Peep the croc. Peep the croc. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Really playing with the with the fringes of legality there. <laughs> I would really love, if, I yeah. I guess this T-shirt already hinders upon that, but uh, <laughs> I was like, peep the croc would be really a really fun T-shirt. It's a cronk. It's a off brand. It's from Alibaba. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Well, gratitude given. Let's not delay any longer. This is one big one. This is a thicky. It's time for the recap. Last time, our heroes Gorgonzola, the half-orc fighter, and Scram, the goblin wild magic sorcerer, awoke from strange prophetic dreams to find that they had added a new member to their crew, Zola's familiar Stilton. Our two heroes and their new weasel companion escaped via the window of the Salty Rose Inn and Tavern to find passage out of Paddlewick since they had been banished the night before. <laughs> Starting our adventure off right. Strong. Uh, <laughs> Still in. This is Paddlewick. Still in. We're leaving. We're leaving immediately. <laughs> uh, our troubled twosome met Fiddlesticks, owner and captain of the Feral Free, a quote-unquote trading vessel who had just finished scamming a salami salesman named Dare Boucher out of his meat merch and was looking to hire some new crew. I love Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this is a great game. <laughs> Beating a hasty retreat into the beautiful blue waters of the Mara Imara, the two got more familiar with the crew of the ship. Captain Styx revealed herself to be a dandelion yellow-skinned tiefling disguising herself so she could pull cons on land, and her crew consisted of two humans named Nella Hachara and Zorum Batako, three halfling triplets known as the Muscatinis who bared a striking resemblance to a young Danny DeVito, a half-elf scrub named Quince Tuffler who quickly became a fan favorite, a Don't Kenku- call him a scrub. <laughs> he's a scrub, baby. Don't. A he's Kenku- a king among men. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday, we will see. A Kenku navigator named Liar who spoke only in mimicry, a tiger tabaxi celestial warlock cook named Flambe, a gnome first mate with mechanical appendages named Mr. McGreevy, an orc, quite a shocker within the Empire's borders, quartermaster named Mascarpone, and a half-drown rogue named Ciceros Pangui. Though our heroes didn't get along with their traveling companions at first, through some honest conversations and trials and tribulations, they eventually came to understand the importance of proving oneself and the value of empathy. 
Early into the journey, the ship was attacked by harpies. Though they easily repelled them, Scram's use of the shard in battle caused him to feel extraordinarily exhausted. Simpler times. Simpler times. Zola herself was going through changes. That's a weird line. Receiving another <laughs> dream from the My beyond. My body and me. <laughs> My body and me. Uh, receiving another dream from the beyond about the horrors of the war of the Mar and Mara and the potential truth of her heritage, while also beginning to find a bit of a romance on the seas with the half-drow Ciceros, who manned the helm during the night when it was easy easiest to be outside due to her drow light sensitivity. What can I say? I can't help but have game wherever I go. Wherever you go. <laughs> wherever you had no I game go. for 18 years. You turned into an adult and you got game. <laughs> <laughs> the first disaster of the trip came the next day when the Feral Free came upon an abandoned ship that looked to be decades old. And Captain Sticks, not one to turn away the opportunity to pillage, took the amateur adventurers aboard to investigate. The ship itself was mostly empty, aside from some debris, but in the hold, the trio discovered a chest containing a mountain of gold and a strange green gem. I thought we retconned this. Oh, I mean, we could. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, when Captain Sticks went to go get assistance, the gem began to speak to the twosome, informing them that it was actually an imprisoned individual known as Limburger, the gravedigger, trapped by a mage who had attacked the ship. Mm, my pocket fascist. <laughs> my pocket fascist. Good He's Lord. like a Tamagotchi. But fascist. <laughs> <laughs> Before our heroes could decide their next move, the wild shard known to absorb powerful magical objects sucked in the gem and exploded with waves of searing energy, nearly killing both of our heroes in a single move. Zola managed to stay up, though Scram, near death, was only saved by the shard sucking him inside as well, leaving the half-orc alone for the first time since leaving home. There was no time to grieve, however, as the ship was immediately attacked by dripping orc skeletons, a last magical defense to keep those from pillaging this abandoned ship. It was a brutal battle, but thankfully Zola's newfound magic and the ferocity of the Feral Free enabled them to defeat their skeletal foes to escape into the night. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Zola, alone and depressed, found friendship and <laughs> comfort. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and comfort in the crew of the Feral Free, specifically in Ciceros, who listened to her anxieties and related to her feelings of isolation because of her heritage. The next adventure came in the form of Driften, a floating fortress designed to be a port outside of Imperial influence. After some shopping and a bar brawl at the local tavern, known as the Grotto, Gorgonzola and Ciceros found Captain Styx having a suspicious conversation with an individual that seemed too average. Before she could ask about them, Styx sent Zola on a fetch quest to the city's watchtower to pay tribute. She received a blue stone of protection from the watchwoman Tethysia, learning that the floating city avoided the Empire thanks to fealty to a powerful ocean goddess named Umberly, who kept the city moving so that encounters with the Golden Fleet were rare. Rare. Not impossible. As only a few <laughs> minutes later, Zola and the crew of the Feral Free heard the bells of the watchtower ringing, signaling the Imperial Aurelian Navy's approach. The motley crew managed to escape the walls, but was unable to leave the city without attracting attention of the leader of the uh, Navy, such Admiral Grossnot. Such a fun encounter. Such a fun. Oh, there's going to be more like that in this next <laughs> Um He was there to collect taxes owed and assist Dare Boucher in getting his salami back. Thanks to some quick thinking and quicker slicing, they fended off the hordes of Imperial sailors and made it out of range of the Golden Fleet. But when Zola had noticed some of her things had been taken from a secret hiding spot, she confronted the crew, learning Captain Sticks and Mascar had confiscating it, fearing it was something suspicious. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> they were right. <laughs> this betrayal of trust ended up being a positive as it allowed for Zola to come clean about everything she had experienced in Padawick. The underground fortress, the one-eyed symbol, the lockbox she had discovered and kept from Lord Cravern, allowing for Captain Sticks and Mascar to explain that she had gotten entangled in the affairs of the Omni Malum, an underground organization that held influence over the realm. 
Mascar. Shitty people. <laughs> Sick name. Sick name. Sick name. Sick name. Thank we, you. Uh, we need a name like that. <laughs> yeah, you and still in need of yeah. team. <laughs> Mascar revealed that her mother's greatsword was actually the tusk, a weapon sacred to orc kind, utilized by generals in the Formaggi army. Adding to the lore dump, Captain Styx utilized dispel magic, unlocking the lockbox Sola had taken from the Omnimalium, revealing a golden crown inside with unknown powers. With some questions answered, Zola left wanting to know more, hearing the voice of the gravedigger in her head, We have much work to do. Since they were making great time, Captain Six decided to fit one more detour into the trip, a deep dive into the sea to recover something she had lost long ago. Lisa's uh. head is in their hands right now. <laughs> taking Even though I know how it ends, I'm so, I'm so triggered. Uh, taking quits with them to hold the bag, she and Zola went below the waves of the Mara and Mara <laughs> to search an old shipwreck, unfortunately coming in contact with another branch of the Omnimalum, this one led by strange fish folk known as Kuotoa, who kidnapped Quince and Octopus Stone and took them to their undersea lair. I don't know if you saw that, um, like, uh, puppet campaign that Wizards of the Coast was doing. The one that has um, the puppet with the huge titties. <laughs> what? All right. It's too much for me to explain, but other people who <laughs> are in the TTRPG, they know. There was a whole thing. There's, okay. there's puppets. One of the puppets had really huge tits. Okay. But anyway... Um, one of one of them is playing a Kuotoa, and I was like, I could I could never even watch this because it would just I it's bringing me back to dark times. I absolutely <laughs> every I have to look into this, but it's just gonna be another time. Um, <clears throat> in this undersea fortress, Zola discovered Plebo, the underling she and Scram had forgotten about in their last Underdark adventure, and he had survived their encounter and was acting as a liaison with these various branches of the Omni Malum on behalf of the leadership of the organization. Plebo. 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 <laughs> Though they managed to escape from this horrid hideout and recover a music box Captain Six's mother had left her, Quince Tuffler died in Zola's arms. All was not lost, though, for thanks to some quick swimming on their part and divine intervention on Flambe's, the half-elf was revived, and the crew managed to celebrate their first ever pizza party. Fayfall's first ever pizza party. <laughs> Resurrection pizza party. <laughs> Courtesy of the event. It's part of the uh, ceremony now. You have to make a little you pizza. Have a pizza you have to have a pizza party or the gods will be angry. Angry. Honestly, it's an offering. Yeah, it's... Everybody needs a slice. You guys ever heard of San Gennaro? I mean... <laughs> the Feast of San Gennaro is for the revivity vacation um, pizza and pizza. oh my goodness um the next day the celebrations continued as the crew threw a small graduation party in honor of zola and her successful tenure as a member of the feral free as the night dwindled down our hero was left with cicero's for some late night romance but or when the half was it? went below deck to get some wine she was paralyzed and tied up by trick the strange criminal who had inquired about scram from captain sticks on drifton he was seeking the shard, having been apparently contracted to retrieve it. But when Zola resisted their poison, the rogue made a hasty retreat using Misty Step. Before she could react, the Pharaoh Free was suddenly under fire by five warships of the Golden Fleet, including the Requiem led by Admiral Grosnot and the Sparkler led by Dare Boucher, returning to take them into custody. In a daring Did we move, kill him? I don't remember. No, he escaped. I love when you guys when you leave a loose end. It just gives me more Dare opportunities. Boucher and Plebo are like the same in my eyes. They are now. the BBEGs of this campaign. Uh, in a daring move, Captain Six cursed out Umberly, here's hoping that doesn't backfire on her in the future summoning a coral sea dragon that laid waste to half the ships and nearly killed our hero and the crew of the feral free thankfully zola managed to stave off death long enough to defeat the aurelians and lasso the dragon allowing them all to continue <laughs> their journey to the capital 
forgot I lassoed it. Yeah, it was sick. Super sick. The night ended with her and Ciceros kissing under the starry sky, sleeping beside each other for the first time since their travels began. Oh, God. Oh, and boy. that is where we are right now. Oh, and you know what? I think that we um, we confirmed this on the afterlife, but just so all of our listeners yes. know. It was just a, we just laid and looked at the stars. Just a smooch and some yeah. cuddles. Just it wasn't the, nothing, nothing. Just the light. We were really surrounded by dead bodies, so it would have. It would have been not. It would have gotten kind of freaky. It's not what she's into. That is not what I enjoy. I'm not. That's not my kink. Um, no, yeah, I don't think. I don't think I'm ready anyway. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, why don't you, um, it's a new day. I'm going to need you to roll a d20 for today's shard roll. Ooh. 10 or lower is something, 11 higher, nothing. Okay. 18. 18. The shard seems settled today, just warmly glowing in your pocket. I take the shard out of my pocket <laughs> and give it a stern look. <laughs> you feel it look back at you. Um, settled. <laughs> Um, Zola, you have just been awoken by Captain Fiddlesticks, your tiefling ally, who stands beside you and your half-drow paramour, Ciceros, on the main deck of the IAN Requiem, this gargantuan aircraft carrier-sized vessel that carves through the Gilded Bay. You mean oh, the new and improved Feral The free. new and improved, the <laughs> new, like, N with the U and the umlaut, Feral Free, um, cruising through the Gilded Bay, this long inlet of water lined with the glittering wall of Aurelia, designed to protect the capital from all forms of invasion. It's, yeah, as you pass by these walls, you are overcome with the sheer magnitude of the structure. Never have you seen anything like this. Uh, it's at least 200 feet high, made of this golden stone that seems to glint in the sun. This wall extends far in the distance in pretty much both directions. And if, if you look south across that side of the bay as well, mm -hmm. uh, you see it literally goes all the way to the docks far in the distance where you can see the city, the Maramite Mountains behind it. Nestled amongst the mountains, you also see the Gilded Citadel, this beautiful, pyramid-like structure surrounded by columns and before that these towering cloud carvers these glittering glass buildings that are reminiscent of our world's skyscrapers um captain it's really okay for us to just go into the bay like this yeah <laughs> in a stolen boat well um should you maybe send us in the lifeboat i don't know how we'll send it back it's actually so funny you say that uh mascar <laughs> has brought it to my attention as well that bringing the requiem into imperial waters when it's this heavily damaged and under the control of a tiefling pirate who that may be a recipe for highly death. suspicious yes so i propose a plan um you can take one of the uh, the coward boats uh you see mascar <laughs> cuts in lifeboats right um you could take one of those and sail the shore while we Turn the ship around and flee back out to sea. Great. So, <laughs> already depleting the lifeboat's resources. We don't need that many. I, I think we can all agree. The crew's like looking at each other, kind of like, I don't know, we'll talk. The union meeting will have to discuss this. Um, <laughs> Captain Styx uh, turns to you. Of course, we can't let you go without paying you. Um, she reaches into her be beautifully oh, woven shucks. satchel. Um, oh, shucks. You deserve this money. Um, no, yeah, I really do. She pulls out her bag of holding um, and pulls out from that bag another bag. This mm. one, fat with coins. Hell yeah. Um, she smiles. Her <laughs> fat with a pH <laughs> with coins. Her golden eyes glinting. The crew agreed to give you a little extra since, uh, you know, given everything that happened. Um, I'm giving it back. You guys need to buy a new lifeboat. Absolutely not. I'm sure there's some money on this ship somewhere. This is an imperial <laughs> vessel, and it's it's the Fair. crown jewel. and It's pretty big, too. You could probably sell some parts. Yeah, 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 I'll cut off a few. I mean, these lifeboats, I don't need them. <laughs> this is a big ship. I, I don't think it would sink. Captain, 
I think that I think the Frau Free is about to turn new new leaf. <laughs> I uh. think I think there might be some some changes in how this place is run. Yeah, you're right. I'll talk to the union about it. Um, you look in, and it looks to be about five hundred gold pieces. Holy shit! Um, yes, this is. You would know this is far more than what t- sailors are typically paid a day. Um, but you have <laughs> one lost your good friend, two experienced a lot of trauma, and uh-huh. three were dragged on some misadventures that you did not necessarily and made sign some up for. Friends for life. Yes, which of course means you inherit some money. <laughs> um, be careful with that. I recommend you budget it out. Uh, the city can be pretty expensive. So until you find a you know a source of income, it's a little yeah, savings. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I'll stash it away somewhere. Um, Cicero chimes in, a sad look in her lavender eyes. So, to be clear, Captain, we are dropping off Zola here in the middle of the bay. Um, Captain Stick sighs. <sighs> Unfortunately, yes. Right now, we've got a ton of Aurelian sailors below deck, and though many are impressed with Zola and intimidated by the crew, uh, it's likely if we get too close to shore, we'll be shot up from the walls or betrayed by those who remain aboard, so... We'll stop to say goodbye here, and we'll follow what you advised and drop a few of them off on some islands in the south. Maybe start a little civilization for them. Yeah, just really Lord of the Flies them. Yeah, they need to learn. They, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they're capable of surviving their sailors. They're going to be fine. Give them a lifeboat. Like, yeah. I, do, I don't need them, so why not? Um, everyone, come. It's time to send Zola off. Um, and you watch as slowly but surely, as if to prolong the time of you having a board, mm-hmm. everyone falls in. Flambe carries a small woven basket filled with food that she hands to you with a coy smile. Packed you some snacks for the road. Should save you some coin in the first few days. Thanks, Flambe. I um, take a little piece of paper out of my pocket, and I have written down um, the recipe for pizza. This is priceless. I can't believe you're giving this to me. Yeah, it, no, I mean, it's... It's not my recipe, you know, it's all my dad. But if you look at the bottom, it's like you could put sausage. Or next time you get to, like, pick up some stuff, Whoa. you could artichokes. That's yeah. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Not just the cheese. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is fantastic. She rolls it up, puts it in her pouch. Um, you see Liar slide down the main mast, uh, crying in multiple voices, like, what? Don't leave, please. Um, it was nice to meet you, Liar. <laughs> by you but it was nice to meet Puzzling you individual um the muscatinis slowly scale the rigging nella quince and zaroon i juggle follow. them <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. this is fine because we are friends um, <laughs> um mr mcgreevy clicks a button on his metal arm attaching it to the wheel to hold it in place while he steps away and joins the crew gathered around uh one by one they approach a few giving you hugs like flambe and nella others saluting giving a handshake and captain sticks finally turns to you gorgonzola it has been an honor serving with you. Remember to give us a ring if you need a ride. We're thinking of heading to drop off some money to Cesar Rose's mother in the Northwest after our Southern excursion. Um, and then we'll be hitting Meadowmead after that for some, to refill on our supplies. She nods to the Muscatinis who are, you see like um, Smirnoff icing one of the bottles right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, save some Meadowmead for me, okay? This isn't goodbye. Certainly is not. A bandaged up Quince approaches, tears in his eyes. Best friend, bodyguard. You absolutely need to pick up a sword the moment that I am gone and start training. You need to build mass. In yep. fact, 
here. I I, <laughs> I hand him um, some. I have another piece of paper in my pocket, and it's just some routines. <laughs> some workout um, routines. Some, like, uh, protein sources. I'm like, make sure Ooh. that, like, when you – okay, so when you eat protein, you need a carb to go with it because your body can't synthesize the protein without a carb. Carbs oh, aren't okay. bad. They right. help you synthesize protein. Right. They're so, like, important. don't skip them. Okay. All right. So – Bulk up. Learn how to swing a sword. Bulk up. Put on you put on some gains. Okay. Next time you see me, I'm gonna be so swole. Okay. Say some like affirmations in the mirror. Mm. I, I am have strong. More too, but true confidence, not false confidence. Um, will you get me a bobblehead or something when you're in the capital? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Nella rolls. Who her would eyes. I get a bobblehead of? <laughs> oh, I guess they might only have them of the emperor. Nella's like, yeah, I, I. Don't if there's like a cool wrestler that. or something, maybe I'll, I'll get yeah, a bobblehead. Yeah, the glory pits or something. Yeah, yeah maybe something they might have bobbleheads. Maybe they'll make one of you someday. If I get a bobblehead made of me, I will definitely bring one for everyone. Yes, yes, you see resounding yeses throughout <laughs> the crew. On my short-term goal list. <laughs> get a bobblehead. Bobble um, Nella uh, pulls out a pair of dice. How about you give something instead of ask for something, Quince? Um, take these definitely not loaded dice. And win yourself some money. Nella, I will absolutely get beat up if I use these. But thank you so much. I'll mount them on a vehicle if I ever get one. That is a hilarious turn from what I was thinking. We'll hang them off the window or (laughs) off the mirror. (laughs) These loaded dice. Um, If I ever meet an absolute fool, I'll take them for all they have. Yeah, there's going to be lots of people like me in the city. You'll find someone. Can I do a last perception check on Nella and Zeroom? See if I can tell that they're hooking up. <laughs> Give me an insight check. Okay. With advantage. Oh, thank you. Because you have you absolutely have no insight. Plus but zero. Also you've mm-hmm. been around, plus yeah. zero still. Third third book. Plus zero. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. You look over at them. They're standing pretty close. I look straight they look up. Cute together. I look straight up <laughs> at them and go, You guys look kind of cute together. You make a good couple. Oh, uh, Thanks. Uh, we'll take that into consideration. Okay. <laughs> um, so one knows nothing. <laughs> just like, oh, you're. I just help them out. <laughs> your hair colors look nice together. Uh, with that, the crew there continues to. Might be some to, chemistry there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, with that, the crew continues to help you get set up in one of the lifeboats, um, the Requiem. By the way, has been mostly cleaned up. The former crew finished some of the burials last night, um, and the deck is still soaked with blood and covered with some debris. A lot of the carnage has been cleaned away. Um, the crew remaining is, as far as you can tell, being kept below deck um, with the number of barrels and crates positioned in front of doors and over hatches. Uh, given the lack of training of so many, the thrashing they received last night, it seems like for now mutiny is not going to be attempted. Uh, eventually, you're all set up in your lifeboat and the last few goodbyes are given. Ciceros gives you a little kiss on the cheek, um, pulls back only a little so her face is close to yours, her lavender eyes twinkling. Be careful out there. You too. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, when you go home, don't let your family give you any shit, okay? You're really cool. I, yeah, I, I, I think we're going to show up with a lot of coin this time, so I think that the town might look a little differently at me if I'm a big spender, so to speak. Um, Last time we were here, we had these incredible, um, like, fried dumpling, like, like, popover pastries. Um, It's at this hole-in-the-wall tavern. Um, in the sprawl, which is one of the other districts, it's called the Drunken Drake. Um, I, I definitely check it out once you get your bearings in the city. Thanks. I wish we could go together. I didn't Someday. realize. I, 
be getting dropped off like this. Yeah. I mean, I would love more time, but hey, such is the sea. And I'll see, yeah, I'll see you soon. Do not worry. Um, You get up into the lifeboat um, and Mascarn's still in, uh, gives (laughs) Cesar Rosa. (laughs) Still still a crab. (laughs) (laughs) You did not change him back. All right, still still a crab. (laughs) He just (laughs) pinches her cheek. Ow. Uh, goodbye, Stilton. It was great to meet you. He shakes his little crab claw. <laughs> so you step into the lifeboat. Um, Mascarn's room. Raise it up, winding a winch nearby until it is hovering over the slightly choppy waves of the gilded bay. Zerum smiles at you. Oh, I almost forgot. He steps up on a crate, holding onto some rigging to reach out and hand you a laminated card. Uh, it's a student ID I picked up last time we were here so I could check out some books from the Erudite study. Might be helpful. Oh, Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I bet I'll get all kinds of discounts. Yeah. You look at it and it's got this um, like very nerdy, like a picture, of, like a little portrait <laughs> of this like incredibly nerdy kid. My new identity. <laughs> you have that ring of disguise. self. Um, Mascar looks up at you with respect. His dark, um, slick hair blowing a little in the salty breeze. I expect to see a statue of you in the archways of the golden pits. Uh, of the golden pits. Of the glory pits, rather. Uh, next time we are here. That's a lot of pressure, but I'll work on it. I believe in you. I truly think that you, especially with that sword, you've got something. Thanks. Um, probably while I'm like uh, hugging Mascar and Captain Six goodbye, I'm like, see if you hear anything like about what we talked about, like, and just anything related. Just you know, send me a send me a pigeon or something. Yes, uh, I w- I will be able to. K- we'll keep tabs on things. Okay. And Captain Sticks nods. I'll, I'm working on some new spells. If I can get, um, if or actually, you know what? If you can acquire a sending stone, oh. uh, I gave you my number. Feel, feel, you feel free yes, to call me. Yes, your number. <laughs> so take out a crumpled piece <laughs> of paper. paper right it's all smudged. <laughs> no idea what she's talking about. The crew gathers around. Cicero is tearfully smiling up at you. Captain Six gives a small wave. Till next time, Gorgonzola of the North. Say as sharp as your blade and as wild as that shard. And with that, you find your place on the lifeboat as it sways over the waters. You hear Mr. McGreevy chimes back from the helm. Oh, yeah. Uh, say hi to my daughter Kittle for me, too. Oh, what? And then I'm with that, Mascar <laughs> hits the winch and you oh, fall down to the sea, splashing onto the surface. Um, you hear Mascar, whoops, uh, first time with lifeboat. Sorry about that. <laughs> drenched. <laughs> Absolutely soaked. Still He's still just like making bubbles. the little eyes popping up and down. I start singing a pirate shanty as I row. As you begin to <laughs> row. Um, so, yeah, you find yourself in the Gilded Bay. You watch Requiem sail get let out and they take a hard right, curving away. Um, um, heading oh. back out, <laughs> yeah, a few waves hit you. I'm sorry Drifting. about that. Um, you, what is like? What's going on in Zola's head as you approach the capital? Man, Zola's excited. Zola's a little teary, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, venturing out on her own, starting over a bit. Yeah. Um, but excited, excited to be in the big city. The capital, yeah. The this, capital. You've heard lots about the capital. And with that, why don't I give you a little bit of history yes. about the city? Ooh. We love a little lore dump. Um, dump me. Dump me, yeah. <laughs> um, Aurelia, otherwise known as the City of Gold, the capital of the Aurelian Empire, is the crown jewel of human civilization in Emeralia, being the most populous and the most technologically advanced city on the continent. Before the War of the Mara and Mara, it was the capital of the seaside kingdom of Leoniel, run by King Leopold Leoniel and his family. But during the war, they were deposed in a violent coup led by their top general, now emperor, Autarch Aurelius. Mm. 
He was a charismatic, radical, and strongly anti-first might figure. Um, the, that's the force consisting of giants, goblinoids, or kind, um, whom your mother fought with. Mm. Um, and all these things really resonated with the battered people of the nation that had been enduring a losing war for a few years. His brilliant battle tactics turned the tides in their favor. Through his victories, he convinced the other nations to join his side out of fear and respect. Since taking power around 25 years ago and ending the war shortly after, he has spent much of the spoils on advancing the military, investing in businesses, manufacturing, and technology. The city has always been a home to some wonders, but through his direction they have built the cloud carvers, these towering structures that stretch hundreds and hundreds of feet into the air, and the rail, this arcane transportation mm. system that runs through the entire city. Sick. Though he rules the capital and the empire with an iron fist, the city is still known to be a very diverse place filled with opportunity for anyone who can work hard enough. Each district is separated by walls similar to the great glittering one that surrounds the entire city, uh, with massive guard towers overlooking the mall and battalions of imperial guard patrolling the streets. Each district is also specialized, meaning each has its own purpose, like commerce, entertainment, farming, uh, and through these walls, different socioeconomic castes have sort of formed. Its safety is thanks to this wall and its location. It lies at the end of the Gilded Bay, so it's like a bottleneck scenario with the Maramite Mountains in the east and south, creating a natural barrier against the jungles and the oceans beyond. It is a city of glittering golden dreams, ones few can afford, but many seek. Uh, and as your lifeboat comes closer and closer to the docks, you see that it is this massive boardwalk stretching far across the coast, um, at least uh, like a mile or two. It's just the scale of everything is much bigger than anything you've ever seen. Um, troops of the Golden Fist march throughout the docks, glistening in the mid-morning sun. Chariots pull carriages of crates and barrels to and fro. Perhaps most significantly, you see much more uh, diverse crowd. There are, of course, mostly humans, but you also see half-elves, halflings, half-orcs, dragonborn, dwarves, gnomes, goliaths, kenku, tabaxi, turtles, and even a few aracopra. Mm. It's just a insanely um, packed place with all types of people who have, some of them have lived there for many generations, others have moved there for the opportunity. And as you're kind of rowing through the increasingly growing ship traffic around you just passing by massive boats mm -hmm. you're like sometimes getting swayed you have to say to yourself um you see a, in a little rowboat <laughs> you actually bump into a boat you see a sailor's like hey watch it i just got a new coat of paint on this baby oh, sorry first time uh you continue earning my permit <laughs> um yeah you don't have your ship's permit you might get that so eventually you pull up to one of these very very long docks um, um i would love to um use my ring of disguised self totally as i'm like see myself approaching more people mm -hmm. i think i'm just going to disguise myself as the person whose idea i have i think zola's like Keeping in mind what Captain Sticks said about being like, you don't need to like hide who you are all the time. Mm -hmm. But she's like, mm, en enough people have seen Gorgonzola at this point. Yes, there is. You have. I mean, the Omnimalum know who you are for mm -hmm. sure at this point. Um, anyone who may have survived, like Derbuchier, for example, yes, he knows who you yes. are. So your your face is not unseen. So it yeah, makes sense. and I have a pretty, I have a pretty recognizable look. Um, yeah. So I I turn into the little nerdy guy that's yeah. on. It's an illusion, so it looks like you're like five feet tall tops, but you're secretly <laughs> actually just like <laughs> this. It's really interesting disguise self because it doesn't transform your size, but it gives mm -hmm. you the appearance of that. So essentially, your face is covered by like invisible illusion. I've just and your got body a whole foot. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's really confusing down. for me to try and figure out where my eyes are supposed to be. I'm like looking up, down at people, but looking up at them. Yeah, it's uh, visually it looks like you're totally normal, but like you personally are like, whoa, okay. It feels like people are talking to my chest right now. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, um, my eyes are up here. Yeah, come on. Oh wait, no, my eyes are down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> um, so you, yeah, you step off of the dock. You are surrounded with the cacophony of chaos that is the sounds of the city, just people bustling about. You notice that the vast majority of people pay you absolutely no mind. Wow. This is the kind of city where people are like, I, the locals at least, are minding their own business. They got places to do, like places to be, things to do. Mm -hmm. um, you do see a few guards, you know, they always clock people who are entering, but given the fact that you are disguised, their eyes move on. Mm -hmm. um, so you stand on this long boardwalk. You see that there is a small portion of the glittering wall um, ahead of you, kind of blocking off the docks from the rest of the city with a number of archways where you see battalions of guards are positioned throughout it with like holding halberds just waiting for people to come through. They're like checking IDs and going through ships manifests. And mm -hmm. um, how would you like to proceed? Oh, man. Okay. You are in disguise. So, I am you know, in disguise. Like you have to worry yeah. about being... I want to see, does it look like they're going through bags? Uh, you look, it does indeed look like they are. You know, it looks like people are flashing IDs, showing papers, anyone who has a large amount of, like, merchandise and stuff like that. I, I would say that, you know, it's hard to say because of disguise self. I don't know if your sword is disguised. So yeah. that would be, I th like, you know, bags might be... But I have a huge ass You have a sword. massive, like, Zabuza fucking sword on your back. <laughs> I need a sword. Do, 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 do. Just, do, 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 do. Just this very nerdy, like, Poindexter with a humongous blade on his back. Ooh, baby. Okay, yeah. um, you know what? I... I would like to look for any um people who have, like, carts or something who look like they could use some... Like, are there any, like, elderly people bringing stuff in and out of the city? You know, like, just give me a perception check. We'll can see what we can, can find. I do a check for elderlies? Elderly check. You roll with oh. proficiency for that because you've been around elderly. <laughs> <a lot. laughs> um, I got an 11. An 11. Yeah, you see there's an old man um, sitting on, um, like, the front of a cart being pulled by um, two horses. And he's, like, uh, like, looking at, like, a piece of paper. And you see the, the guard is, like... What you do? You have paperwork for this. Do you have paperwork? And he's like, what? What? What are you saying? What are you? Huh? Uh, I walk over um, very confidently, like I, uh, like I know this man, uh, and I'm like, hey, hey, uh, I, sorry, I've seen you before, and they say, do you need help uh, with all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of stuff here. You want his man keeps on. He wants me to do, he sign I turn an to the guard and I go. He's had some trouble reading sometimes. But what are you? What are you looking for? Um, just name, port origin, and reason for visit. I keep on saying it. He just does not listen. Oh to yeah, me. I turn to the guy. And go, do you have the papers? papers? Do you have the papers? The stuff in the cart. But he wants to buy stuff in the cart. No, I sell vegetables. Okay, sir. Um. Give me a, give me a, like, give me a persuasion check. Okay, I hand him my ID, and mm -hmm. I'm like, I live in his neighborhood near a shop. I can help him get to where he's going. Usually his wife does this. Larry Dilbert. Okay. 
Come on, Noah. Yeah, just came up with that on the spot, too. So that's a killer name. Um, persuasion, I have minus one, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Never thought it would come to this. Four. Four. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, I guess... I have a there's you have a massive sword on your back. Um, yeah, I'm a gory pits fighter. You haven't seen me. Roll a deception check, Larry Dilbert. Larry Dilbert. <laughs> yeah, roll a deception with uh, gladiator. <laughs> Larry Dilbert, gladiator. Uh, sir, I may need to confiscate that sword. I, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, no problem. Okay. Um, so that's another four. Um, can, can I misty step beyond him into <laughs> into the city? Oh my and god! And then use my disguise self ring and turn into a different person. Okay. I will. So you you're looking at this guard. Things are clearly not going well. The yeah. old man's like, I, I have step- carrots and corn and <laughs> right behind him, and then just like bury myself in the crowd and just shift into like a, an old woman. <laughs> okay, so you suddenly there's a he goes, holy shit, magic, magic! Starts hollering at you. See so the guards oh, immediately no. <laughs> draw their blades and start looking around. Give me a stealth check. I can't believe right off the bat you're gonna get arrested. No, <laughs> what did you want me to do? I don't know. I Roll don't... higher than four? I, I can't. <laughs> this is perhaps our most difficult challenge yet. The sea dragon got nothing on this. Seventeen. Seventeen. You manage to oh. duck into the crowd and twist the ring one more time. Your appearance dissolves. Um, you do it when, again, most of the people are minding their own business and so they just don't even notice you. You do watch, though. These guards begin swarming this area. Oh, everyone's They're, gonna be looking for yeah, Larry Tilbert. Everybody is like, you see like several people are putting up their hands. The old man goes, hey, they're just carrots. They're just carrots. And like, they're immediately searching this man's car, giving him a hard time because he oh, thought it no. um, Oh, I need to go <laughs> buy this buy man's stuff. stock. I'm gonna spend all my money. 500 gold on carrots um but you managed to sneak into the crowds oh my my god what a fun first little encounter you are kind of like ducking weaving you're like this little old lady just hobbling along (laughs) you're using the sword as like a little cane (laughs) oh no just an old lady i love this my cane was a sword people are you know not paying too much attention to you again um you're pushing through crowds of like citizens and sailors and soldiers as you are entering into this area, you notice there are a lot of shops here. There's a lot of stands, like people selling food. It smells like all sorts of like sweat and savory and just all just like cuisine and hard work. It's a mix. You realize that you are actually in the merchant district, which is the first district mm. of this area. It is beautiful. As, as described, everything is kind of like in a Mediterranean style, red shingle roofs, finely crafted glass windows. There are, again, a ton of businesses here, but you know that further on into the district, there is the Bouillon Bazaar, which is the like major economic center. That's mm-hmm. like the mall, right. if you will. As you kind of walk through the streets, kind of minding, trying to seem like you're just an old lady hobbling mm-hmm. about, um, you see that there are lots of posters plastered on the walls, um, most, uh, mostly of like the Golden Fist um, and some of them of Emperor Autoc Aurelius, his bright blue eyes and blonde hair and tan skin. 
um, it looks like they're, these are like propaganda posters. Yeah. You see them, like, we are golden with like a marching army. Ugh, what a stupid um, catchphrase. Only the polished can shine. Um, <laughs> what? Large, bolded font. As you walk, kind of marveling at the majesty around you, you see a little boy wearing a news cap calling out with a stack of folded parchments and booklets beside him. Extra, extra, read all about it. Soldiers in the north struggle against the Dragon King's horde. The savage jungles of the south continue to prove challenging for our boys in gold. Our glorious leader promises a groundbreaking announcement during the charcuterie festival. Jeez, I wish that these headlines were a little bit less garbled. <laughs> Who is this kid from North Jersey? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to show you a little picture. I googled newsboy. Oh, boy. he's literally a newsie. Um, <laughs> he's a excuse newsie. me, little boy. Oh, hey, old lady. Dude, no, that's not very polite. Sorry. You should just say, like, ma'am, or, or in fact, you don't even have to assume someone's gender. You could just say hi. Oh, well. Hi, old lady. Hi, okay. Do you know where I could find the uh, drunken Drake? Uh... Do you know where a bar is? You know where I could get a drink, kid? Uh, I'm just a paper boy, miss, but if you want to learn more, you could two copper for a rag, and I'll throw in a tourist guide for a few gold. Yeah, actually, if you have a map or a guide or yeah, something, yeah. it's all in the guide. Okay. 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 I give him one copper and I, <laughs> and I take it out of his hands and I walk away. Give me a slight of hand check. He's going to oppose that. Okay. You got to pay me full money. Sent. <laughs> he rolled a 10 and he gets only a, he gets a plus two to text. So you try and you drop a copper in his hand. You swipe at the pamphlet. He pulls it back. Five gold. Back in my day. We ate little kids like you. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what, Grandma? It's no longer your day. Five gold or nothing. <laughs> I give him two copper. <laughs> he gives you the newspaper, but not the pamphlet, which costs two more gold. Which I, is why he gives him gold. I gesture to my sword that I have as a cane. Give me an intimidation check. All right, this I'm good at. This you have a little bit of prowess in. Eleven. Eleven. I'm still an old lady. This is a, yeah, you're an old lady, and this is a gritty little newsboy. It's, I'll give it to you for a gold. You know, I'll find my own way to the goddamn bar. (laughs) You turn so stubborn. I take the newspaper, and I get the fuck out. Yeah, and you know what went through my head, honestly, Noah, was I did the math, and I was like, oh, I would have 499 gold. No. <laughs> I don't want to break my 500. No. <laughs> this is like when you walk around with like a 20. small bills. <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't. It looks so nice I, as I one. hand him a platinum. Can you break this? <laughs> oh, God. I'm rich. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you grab this little newspaper and you head off. He goes back to extra, extra, you know, calling out. It's like a very dense set. This is like a New York Times. Um, it's called the Golden Gazette. Um, yeah, flip right to the crossword. <laughs> yeah, you flip right to the crossword. It <laughs> is massive. <laughs> oh, it's 3D. It's 3D. It takes up 10 pages. No. Um, <laughs> so you see, there are a lot of different passages. You see like construction on the rail to bring begin next week. Um, homeless population dwindling thanks to government mandates. Hmm. Charcuterie festival coming this weekend charcuterie competition in the glory pits religious Mm. unrest in the sprawl as well as some of the articles the newsboy had mentioned um 
you there's like some reviews and think pieces. I'd like to look at that yeah, what religious are you for? unrest okay. article that catches my eye. So apparently there has been an increase in violence in the outer district, specifically known in the sprawl and in the worship, which are two of the the worship is where most of the churches are, and the sprawl is where most of the working class folk live. You read that there has been a refusal of imperial influence in the Temple of the Wild, which you would know to be the cathedral dedicated to life and nature domain deities like Chantea um, and Sylvanus. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently they've been resisting to pay taxes and allowing guards within their temples like other other temples have so they're kind of getting some pushback and there's a large enough population you read that it's been tough to kind of crack down on it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to look for? There's like you as you're flipping through you see obviously there's reviews there's like a wanted section there's all, yeah, there's all sorts look, of stuff. Yeah I look at the wanted section Okay. And then um, I'll probably, I'm in the old lady mind, so I'd probably flip to the obits just for a pleasure read. Yeah, you, you that comes first. You read the obits. They are massive. There's several pages. <laughs> oh, no. Because it is just such a big city. There's over a million people who live within the walls Whoa. of Aurelia. And it's because it's a sizable. It literally takes, if I were to show you a map of the empire, um, it takes up the entire length of the bay. And although a lot of it is farming, there's just so many people densely packed into so many places. No coronavirus. Um, no coronavirus. They have they quarantined and oh, good. yeah, they managed to stay. Yeah, everyone off the masked own. up. They masked That's up. People it. stayed in stay inside. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So you um, you also there's mention of some most people, if not all the people, are being buried in what is known as the Aurelian Necropolis, mm. um, which is um, Ooh, located Necropolis? yes, the That's city of the dead, very um, sick. which is built into the Meramite Mountains in the northern districts. Like there's spoopy. the worship, and yeah, very spoopy. The fact that this exists just right outside the city walls is a little creepy, but it's it's the equivalent of like the giant cemetery in Queens. Yeah. It's just like it's. They gotta put the dead somewhere. This is some strange <laughs> shit. Um, I'm into this. It's very, very cool. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> you scan the pages um, and you find the wanted section. Yes. Um, Looking for uh, me. Okay. <laughs> Looking for you. Um, yeah, you skim through. You see some people, like, people getting in trouble for, like, brawling mm-hmm. and, like, stuff like that. Drunk uh, um, people getting arrested for being intoxicated in public, common thieves and pickpockets, as well as something called unlicensed magic users, oh, which is probably no. why they freaked out so much when someone just <gasps> disappeared in front of them all. <laughs> a lot of these are ranging from like 10 gold to like 100 gold, depending on the series of offenses. Wow. Um, but there are a few that you think are the most interesting. Mm-hmm. One is a posting about a few goblin sightings in the outer district of the Sprawl, with a few cross streets listed um, and a reward of 50 gold for information, 150 for capture, and 300 for proof of kill. The cross streets... I frown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, The cross streets, they they are deep in the Sprawl. Another is, it has like a symbol drawn, an eight-pointed star with a circle cutting through it and a flower, a carnation in the center of it. Below that, it says, wanted information, capture, or proof of kill for members of the Arcanist gang. Um, reward, 500 gold. How is Arcanist spelled? A-R-C-A-N-I-S-T. Yeah. And finally, perhaps the most interesting, um, this one actually has an, a full sketch with some notations for specific colors. Uh, knowing that, what you see is a tall humanoid with um, tan brown skin wearing armor and a single black glove over his left hand. 
His outfit is mostly dark blue with black and silver accents. Uh, and he has a starry cape. Over their entire head is like a pure white cloth, almost like uh, Rorschach and Watchmen, mm-hmm. just like pulled over the face with the same symbol of the so-called Arcanist uh, gang, an eight-pointed star on it. Below it, it says, Land Scorcher, wanted alive for crimes against the Empire, reward 5,000 gold. Ooh, Land Scorcher is an absolutely sick name. Uh, yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, you know, there's obviously, as I said before, there's like reviews. There's other articles that were mentioned. Basically, what you skim through here is a lot of this is like the Empire gassing up itself. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that's like, look how glorious. Sign up for the army. Look how great it's doing. And like, we really This doesn't need seem help. like a reputable source to me. Yeah, it's a, it seems like it's a little biased. Uh, this is like the New York Times. <laughs> Just like the New York Times. Get in the comments. Um, yeah, so you are kind of like off to the side of this main street, which is made of that same kind of golden stone and people are rushing to and fro. Uh, you also notice there is a nearby, like off this main street, there is a stairwell heading down underground with a sign before it and guardrails around it that reads the rail um, with a golden G in a circle, a red H in a circle, and a black C in a circle. Ooh, maybe I can, um, I like to walk down there and see if I can find a map down there. I feel like usually there's a maps of the city and subways. Yeah, there are, you you cross the street, you get jostled that a little, little bit. That little fucking kid tried to <laughs> <laughs> swindle you out of a, There's hey, one right here. Taurus, gotta, you know, gotta get your money somehow, this little newsboy. Um, so yeah, you cross the busy street kind of shoving your way through, avoiding getting run over by carts that are passing by. Um, and you walk down the stone steps underground with the swarms of people passing by in both directions into a colossal underground chamber held up by Doric pillars where people rush to and fro, heading down other stairwells inside, labeled with those same colors, gold, red, and black. But within them, respectively, are full words, glory, honor, and conquest. At the top of these stairwells, you see tall metal cages preventing entry and brass turnstiles people are uh, pushing through, um, at the top of which you see there's like a little slant for people to drop some coin in. Um, You're sort of got like, whoa, like overcome with this, gawking at it, and a blonde dwarf taps you on the shoulder. Don't cough. Keep moving. You're walking the way. You talk to your elders like that. I talk to everyone like this. Move. He shoves you out of the way. I trip him. (laughs) (laughs) Give me, just give me an attack. (laughs) <laughs> it's an unarmed strike, but... All right. <laughs> I trip him. An old lady sticks him. out her, her massive sword as a cane. Honestly, have been... Uh, old people in the subways have tripped me with their canes before. Oh, I feel like that's not It's not unusual. You see some, some guy walks by and goes, You deserve that, man. 16. 16. He falls flat on his face, um, and you kind of huddle and hurry away as he he struggles to get up amongst the crowds. You are standing now in this massive space. Um, You do see that there is a map on the wall. So uh, going out to in, um, you've got the pantry, which is, again, like the massive um, food bank area. You've got um, the sprawl, which is to the south, kind of spreading all across um, where the mountains are below it. You see the gold mine, which is where you are, the merchants district. The nugget, which is north of that, the education district, where the university is, and the erudite study, the library. Mm-hmm. Um, you see there is worship. Um, that is the district to the top here. And then there is the ore, which is the arts district that is here below the merchant district. And then behind the cloud covers in the distance where the gilded citadel is it is the um 
Carrot District, C-A-R-A-T. So um, it looks like this is, one, it's a very big city, and it looks like these three lines kind of run through various districts depending on what purpose they serve. The glory or gold line kind of does the entire coast. It follows, exactly, it's the whole circuit. It follows the glittering wall of Aurelia. It's definitely, you can tell, like, kind of like the high line in new york it's it's supposed to be definitely tourists are going to take this one mm-hmm. it gets them to any district they really need to go to as well as provides like a beautiful view of the city yeah. then you have the honor or red line which it stretches from the far distance <laughs> in the sprawl all the way to the top through what looks to be like a few factories you see mm-hmm. meal plan um and then far in the south in the sprawl you see glockheed two major factories it looks like this red line is like probably the most commonly used by the working class people um heading both from the warship to the sprawl Uh, and then there is the conquest line which runs along the border of the city leading from the necropolis through and around these major districts not going through the carrot district like not essentially cutting around it so that nothing goes through the capital um but then back around the edge of the city these three major subway lines um and yeah, it looks like people are kind of rushing to and fro, paying a few coin. You see, it looks like people are dropping in silver pieces yeah. um, to pay, and they head down, and you hear, like, stand clear of the closing doors from downstairs. Um, what would you like to do? Yeah. You are still an old lady. I'll, I will take um, a, a silver piece out of my pocket. Okay. And, um, you actually, tech. do you have any silver, technically? I, this is a funny. Oh, ah, so yeah. this is. You might have to get, you might be getting changed oh, from I'm the gonna machine. Oh, I'm going to have to go, I have to go to the bank. I have to go to the fantasy bank. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to go to the bank. But it's, it's. you see someone um, puts a coin in and it spits out a little change. Wow. Going up. Yep. It's All right. Every day it feels like it rises. Just so the higher. gang knows, I have 541 gold. I have Ooh. 19 silver and I have 13 copper, which basically comes out to 543 gold. Very nice. Um. All right. Yes. I. Uh, wow. I'm no longer poor lifestyle, baby. Yeah. Now you can. This is not aristocratic, but you can I find some comfortable know. housing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it gets a gold toilet. Blows <laughs> <laughs> 500 gold on a gold toilet. I guess I would like to um, nudge someone as I'm as I'm passing through the turnstile, nudge the person like who comes out the turnstile right after me and go, where does an old lady go to find a drink around here? Uh, you like nudge like a halfling who's walking by. Uh, there's a lot of places. This is a really big city. What do you? What's your price range? What do you want something? It's good you heard but of cheaper. The, the drunken Drake. Oh yeah, yeah. The drunken Drake run by barley. Yeah. If you uh, if you take this line, <laughs> um, he he so points. Helpful. <laughs> so helpful. Um, he points at um, the red line, the honor line, mm. which you see is cutting far deep. Um, you're just gonna take that all the way to the end of the line, um, and you'll 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 get there eventually. Easy enough. I hand him my newspaper, and I oh, uh, I guess thanks. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so you head down to the red line, the honor line, passing by these massive posters, some matching the sort of propaganda you saw above, and others advertising various products, you know, fantasy Red Bull, for example. Uh, down the stone steps onto this long stone train platform that stretches at least like two city blocks in each direction how does the funding look the funding in this area looks fantastic this looks like a well-tended to station on all these lines this looks like no matter they want this first station clear to be very very good yeah this is where everyone's coming um 
So yeah, it's a very, very well-kept station, very clean. It's a cylindrical tunnel you see just like in a New York City subway. There are some other trains you can see like through the um, platforms. I'm in like Grand Central right now. Basically. Yeah, you're in like Grand Central. People crowd around the platform on opposite sides, which you now see are labeled sprawl-bound and worship-bound respectively. Both sides, though sprawl-bound uh, side a bit more, contain swaths of working-class folk of all different species. Uh, and the worship-bound side has a few groups of individuals who are dressed similarly like wearing these robes like druidic clothes and stuff like that green and brown rustic robes some decorated with little vines and floral patterns there's some chatter but it's it's quieter than maybe the other platforms might be you stand there waiting for a few moments before you hear a humming noise and coming down the track is a sparkling gold subway train globules of light are like trapped in these little glass bulbs on the front to light the way uh, and below it you see warm arcane crackles along a lone rail in the center of the track allowing this train to hover above it uh, it continues by you car after car after car stopping only when it literally fits the entire length of the tunnel and you are i believe you're going to the sprawl correct mm -hmm. so you're on the sprawl bound side also love this arcane maglev technology <laughs> <laughs> very, <Love> sick. <laughs> very sick um you hear leah as the double doors slide open, um, wishing, allowing the people to pour out and those outside to pour in. Zola's never been on a train and tries to step onto the train before people walk out of it. <laughs> people immediately shove it by the, like, hey, move out of the fucking way. Just like shove oh, it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense to let the people out before I go in. <laughs> hmm, a hmm. lesson to any New Yorkers. I will listening. take this knowledge and use it for the rest of my life. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, but you kind of like muscle your way in. There is another and stand clear of the closing doors as the doors slide shut. Inside this subway car, there are some poles for people to hold on to, some that go over the benches that line the walls, as well as ads that break up the car's wall between the windows. More propaganda, like hard work pays off, we shine together, oh. keep on shining. Oh, no. Um, many, if not all of the ads slash propaganda here seem to have some graffiti on them. Um, mm. Sticky little parchments for bards and products, like doodle, you see one for DJ Bard Boy, the guy who is DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Drifting. Um, Do I see any more of that symbol? with the carnation uh give me a perception check okay i'm really good at that so yeah <laughs> i think since the <laughs> last time i have plus clear. one now yeah you have plus 40 I think. <laughs> uh nine nine yeah you're, it's it's honestly dare it's, myself to roll higher than a 10 on a perception <laughs> check i literally dare myself you wouldn't you won't um yeah you you look around the thing is there's just a lot of people in here people are crowding along the benches people are packing in um no one's standing up for an old lady <laughs> no one stands up for an old lady <laughs> i give everyone dirty looks <laughs> <laughs> you see an old lady goes looks at you and goes it's my spot <laughs> well that's that's fine <laughs> um it's not it's not on you <laughs> um you you look there is like a a long just like again like in the new york subways there is like a line above the windows that has all of the different stations you are currently at bullion boulevard slash goldmine the bullion bazaar connection to the honor and conquest line the station you just left from but you see it spreads out all the way to outer wall avenue in the sprawl which is where you are heading mm -hmm. um so you suddenly hear like and the, the car goes and hurdles forward. Give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Love it. Love it. You are on the subway. I have plus zero to this. You d the DC on this gets lower as you ride the subway, but it is... Okay, well, it's a f I got a four. A four. You... 
an old lady tumbles to the ground. You see lots of people like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. They immediately go rush to help you up. I, I'm good. I, can, I, can I try and do a somersault? Can I try like Willy Wonka my way out of it? Okay. Showtime. <laughs> Give me a performance check. Um, if you fail this, you will take damage. <laughs> Minus one. Okay. Come on. Come on. Ah, ten. Ten. You managed to, um, like, like showtime and like <laughs> roll, and you kind of just like like scramble a bit <laughs> Do on the crowd. It's also kind of funny because because you're in disguised self, you're obviously tiny looking, but your body is very big, so it's kind of like. Uh, Doesn't make just like sense. physically like someone gets hit before they actually get hit kind of scenario you take three damage all right everyone just thinks i'm crazy and i'm fine with that yeah you know people help you up they're like are you are you okay are you oh sure? i'm fine okay i do this every day <laughs> oh god here here you see a guy gets up he's like here take take my seat do you I have insist. two silver uh you see immediately everyone's heads like look down at their newspapers and stuff like that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm just trying to recoup my, co- <laughs> recoup my losses. Every penny you counts. Should, you shouldn't have given me this ring. I gave you so <laughs> much gold. All right. Give me a D20 roll. when oh, We are rolling on an encounter table that I have crafted for the subway. This is very true to my personality, though, because even if the more money that I have, the worse I feel about spending money. Yeah. Like, well, it's if you know if you aren't always flush with cash, cash, then when you have cash, you're like, I don't know when I will I have to be this flush. <laughs> I can't. I got a seven. A seven. The train quickly flies down the rail, making good time between the stops as you make your way to your destination at the end of the sprawl line. You're sitting in um, one of the like side seats um, right at the end of the row. Yeah. Um, you're kind of just you know, daydreaming. Some people are reading and resting, going about their regular day. As you're standing there, you catch a bit of movement out of the corner of your eye, and you look down towards the floor that leads to the other cars, seeing a brown rat skitter along the ground. It weaves between people's legs and towards you. What are you doing? Oh my god. Noah, I can't, because first of all, this literally happened to me on the street last night. (laughs) Last night? Night. There oh, are a no. lot of rats on my street. It was garbage day. That's just New York, baby. That's New York, okay. baby. Um, I kick it. Okay, excellent. I just try and punch the rat with my foot. It scurries towards you, and you kick at it. It tumbles on the floor of the subway car, and you hear some shrieks as people are like, "Oh fuck, shit!" And they see this like rodent scrambling. People are like panicking, standing, kind of walking away from it. As you watch something strange happen, you watch as. A little furry ball sloughs off of the rat, then suddenly grows legs and a pink tail before another two slough off into a ball that forms into a rat. The doubling continues as people begin to stand and scream, hurrying towards the door of the next car opposite where you are in the far end of the train. I need you to roll initiative. A nightmare. A nightmare. This is your first subway ride. I was not expecting this. <laughs> Five. These rats begin to double and double until there's a small swarm forming. They rush towards you. It is their turn. Um, <laughs> I cannot believe this is happening. You see them snarl and bite out at your little old lady legs. Also, I just have a crab, right? Yeah, Stilton has like, been hiding in your kind of coat this entire time. You hear like <laughs> chittering from inside. 
Um, still in there's <laughs> there's rats out here. Uh, nope, that one hit. Uh, nope. Uh, does a twelve hit? The city is filthy. No. Uh, so yeah, these these rats start swarming up your leg, trying oh. to bite you, but you <laughs> manage to spank them off. Um, it is now your turn. They rolled a seventeen, so they went first. No one else on this cart is gonna try and fight People these rats. People are fleeing this swarm of rats. Fight you cowards! <laughs> fight you! Way. Fight you cowards! You're crazy! I'm getting out of here. Um. Okay. I will. You know. I'll just try and um. Swing my uh, sword cane at, you know, the, the pile of rats. Fifteen. Fifteen is going to hit. All right. Thirteen damage. You cut into one of these rats. It scrambles backwards. You see blood pouring from it. Right now, there are four total as, okay. like, the swarm is kind of growing. Um, back to the top. These things have diseases. <laughs> They do. Oh no! <laughs> 13 is not gonna hit. No. A 15 is not gonna no. hit. Last one attacks. A 16? 16's gonna hit. 16's gonna hit, and then a 19, which will also hit. Uh, I'll shield. Okay, yeah, you <laughs> throw up the arcane barrier as these rats scurry. Uh, at this point, there are lots of people just like pushing through the cart. Mm -hmm. Give me a stealth check to yeah. hide your casting. Yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. Okay. Come on, little d20. <laughs> You see out of the corner of your eye a few people clock you casting. Though, obviously, there's nothing necessarily happening right now. Probably should have just let the rats bit me, but I don't want to get nasty diseases. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, so it's now your <laughs> turn. Um, All right, well, I, I peep the uh, glares, uh, and I will just keep swinging my sword. Okay. You also, you get two attacks, which you oh, forgot to take. Oh, I did. So, Can I take my extra attack? Oh, yeah, or? I'll let you take, because you would have you swung. You would know that. This old lady swinging a massive Zabuzov sword. All right, first one is definitely gonna hit. It's like a mm -hmm. twenty something. Yep, that'll hit. Are you going for the one you hurt already? Yes. The... Second one is an eighteen plus nine. That's gonna hit. And then my attack from my last round is nat twenty. Nat twenty. Okay. <laughs> yes. Jesus, you've got your crit dice. Um, so okay. Roll so your the first damage one. On the first two, yeah. yeah. Or the first two. Okay. Forty-six plus six. I will re-roll this one. 17 plus 12. Woof. You fully, you cut one of these rats fully in half. 29. And as you pull your blade, you cut into another, dealing a serious amount of damage. One is fully down. The other is looking really, really hurt. Leave into, and now I'm going to crit on that hurt one. Yes. So this is 46 plus 6. 21. 21 damage. Woo, baby. Yeah, da the dammy's getting real good. The dammy's are Ooh, getting I real good. I love to roll them d6s. You cut another one of these rats in half, um, and as you're pulling your blade back, it slices into another. On its turn, another couple begin to grow. Um, no. Yes. From you. <laughs> no. Give me a perception check. What do you mean grow? <laughs> yeah, they slough off. Eight. Eight. It is again. I dare myself. Yeah, I dare you to roll higher than that. <laughs> um, the, it looks like it's. You're just really overwhelmed right now. These rats just keep on coming. I am overwhelmed. New yep. city, new rats. New city, new rats. Um, every city. New city's year, got, new you. <laughs> new, new, new rats. New, new rats. 
Um, that's a miss and two hits, twenty-three. Yep. Hit, um, hit me. I'm not. I'm not doing any shielding anymore. And the last one's a sixteen, so all of those. Are uh, can I call out to anyone who is left in this cart and be like, "You're letting an old lady fight off a bunch of rats, you fucking pieces of shit." Give me a persuasion check. Okay, minus one. Ten. <laughs> lady, you gotta get out of here. These things are a mess. You gotta just run, as you see one guy pushes through the crowd and tries to leave. Give me four constitution oh, saving throws. Noah. Right. Oh, Noah. <laughs> oh, Noah. I have plus seven to these, so. Total damage, by the way, you take four damage. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, first one is a crit. Second one is a 15. 15 passes. Third one is a 16. Passes. Fourth one is like 25 or something. Passes. All four passes. You as My these things hearty, like nip onto you. <laughs> you like, yeah, you're like, you're slapping these things off. You shrug off whatever kind of sickening effect you feel beginning to grow in your blood. Um, now it is uh, your turn. Again. All right. I. Uh... <laughs> Give me another perception check. Okay. I'm thinking about taking a disengage. You fully also can do that. Yeah. A five. A five. Again, cool. it's it's kind of hard to tell which like what your target should be here. There's just right. some, there's now like you see total. There are currently six okay. rats right now. How many um like four rounds have gone by, right? Yes. So it's been like thirty seconds that I've been on this strain, basically. Yeah. So do, does it seem like we're approaching a stop soon, or no? It's gonna be a bit. You've obviously you passed a few stops actually. Okay. Okay. So you're like kind of well on your way into the sprawl now. You know what? Give me a luck check. Yeah, because if we're about to, if you're near a station, you could station, just I might just hop off. Yeah. yeah. Twelve. I'm gonna say that in another thirty seconds, you will probably be approaching another station. Based, you're and you're again, you're guessing because mm. of how fast you've been yeah, going yeah. between them. All right, I yeah, and it could always be one of those things where like underwater or something, and it's, yeah. it's four minutes. Yeah, or like a yeah, like a passing station yeah. where you don't stop there, kind mm-hmm. of thing. All right. You're on I, the I don't know train. if I'm on the express or the local. <laughs> uh, I disengage and okay. I try and uh, push through the crowd and get onto the next cart. All right, give me an athletics check. Okay. As you're like scrambling, there's now like again a few rounds have passed by. People are kind of bottlenecking this doorway between cars. You see some people have made it through and are like, "Come on, come on!" Before they spread. Three. Oh wait. 11. I forgot to add my <laughs> plus 8. <laughs> Still can't give you the help action on the athletic check. That's fine. But don't forget that you definitely that can I do have stun. Oh yeah. Um, I should have him fighting rats. <laughs> I should have him fighting rats. Um, <laughs> Always yeah. forget about that that frisky <laughs> that little, little crab. <laughs> you feel like a little pinch on the inside of your cloak. I don't want you to get any diseases. Um, you are pushing through this crowd, but unfortunately they just are so many. Now all of them, you see these rats like scurry over. They're now, some of them are attacking the crowd. Um, I just thought that Stilton hasn't gotten any vaccines. <laughs> Should probably take him <laughs> into the vet. vet. Um, <laughs> two <whole> misses. <laughs> You're at the clinic, the vet clinic. Um, that's going to be two hits. Um Bye. And I need two constitution saving throws. And you also watch as on their turn, each one of them sloughs off another ball that begins to grow rat. How much damage? Um, It's only two damage. Uh, first one is a nine. Nine. Second one Ooh. definitely passes. Second 25 one? Nine total, you said? Yeah. You begin to feel a little nauseous. Um, and you feel like you feel something kind of 
like where it bit you, you feel like the wound kind of swell up a little bit. Um, that is their turn. Uh, it is now your turn. I realize I'm looking at this now. You also can make a intelligence slash nature check um, if oh. you would like to do that. Hmm. Yeah, sure. Five. <laughs> My goodness. You've never. <laughs> I've got no fucking clue. <laughs> Self replicating rats? This is a nightmare. This is awful. Um, it is your turn. You have your two attacks. You've got still in. Um, you're still, like, you're at the end of the car now. You see that there there are a lot of rats now, but, can like, I five are focused. Can I have you. still in, like, pinch someone's back or something and get them to move out of the way so I can try and disengage and get off the train. Yeah, you know what? That's a creative use of Stillen. I'll say you get advantage on your athletics check because Thank they you. have, you know, disadvantage on blocking you, so to speak. <laughs> With advantage? I rolled a nine and a seven, but I have plus eight. Okay. So nine plus, that's a 17. 17. You've easily, it's really <laughs> funny because you have all these people, they're like, whoa, whoa, as this <laughs> seemingly larger than she appears old lady begins to push through carrying and a, a bloody greatsword and a crab on her shoulder, clicking and pinching people. Um, you push your way into the way. other car. That is your turn. I trained um, Busana, lock everyone out behind <laughs> me. <laughs> Are you really doing that? Yeah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Zola's not. Zola Zola's thinks not a about monster. it. And it's like maybe I won't doom these people. Um, it is now the rat's turn. They are just you know launching attacks against people. Yikes! Two are gonna hit. Um, no, I'm probably helping women and children get through. <laughs> yeah. You see one uh, get bit, and pff, just like you, it swells up. It goes oh. fuck, 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 fuck. I'm gonna have to go to a clinic. That is the rat's turn again. More begin to duplicate off. Uh, give me a, another intelligence check. Yeah, it's your turn also, again. Has anything happened to me with because uh, I failed that con saving throw? Nothing yet. All right, seventeen. You look and you see that. There is one rat that seems to be, it looks like the one that you originally saw, the one that you killed. The master the rat. The master rat. The master um, rat. And with an intelligence the check. Ratatouille. You would, the ratatouille. This is the ratatouille. <laughs> and with that um, check, you would kind of realize, like, they, these are all clones of this original creature. Oh, shit. So, you did your check. It is now your turn. You can help people come through if you would like, if you want to give me another athletics check. Yes. And then you could, like, shove the door closed, essentially. I would like to help people through. I'll give, give you a flag check. 16. 16, yeah. You, you're pulling people through. Jeez, old lady, you're really strong. <laughs> Thanks. And then instead of locking the door behind me, I want to, can I action surge? Take take another turn? Yeah, you definitely can. Um, And go through the door and close it behind me so I'm alone in the cart with the rats. Okay. No, old lady, you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. Um, Let me at him. <laughs> Jesus. Still, it's like clicking on your shoulder. Like, what are you doing? I would like to try and take off um, like my cloak and throw it over the original rat. And I want to try and capture that rat. Give me a grapple check. Okay. We'll do a pose. Oh, my goodness. There's a minus four to strength. <laughs> Um, Actually, I think, what's your bonus? Plus eight? Plus eight. It's I impossible for you to lose this. Yeah. You throw your little cloak over it and just, like, scoop it, it up. up. You see the rats like crawling on you like, you now have this rat. <laughs> yeah, I, I get I get the fuck out. Okay, you're going to use your movement to kind of run yeah, to the Yeah, I'll next take one. opportunity attacks okay. if I have to. 
Okay, you take five damage as five of them bite into you. Um, you do not need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, sick. Yeah, tie that tie this screeching rat up. <laughs> it's just like squealing in your bag. You like wrap the bag. You run forward. You close the doors shut, um, and you you watch as like you know, like you know the car keeps going. People are like gasping and panting and like taking their seats once again. Just another day in the in the life of some of these people. And um, you Does that happen a lot. <laughs> I just ask the whole car. <laughs> Most people are silent, but you look at uh, one guy looks at you, nods solemnly. Okay. Welcome to Aurelia, kid. Everyone keeps calling me kid. You've got a young aura. (laughs) Um, You um, are out of initiative. You kind of, the train keeps like hurtling through the tunnels. You look over and you watch like after a minute, these clones just begin to die off. Um, The rat's still wriggling in the bag. Everyone just warily eyeing my wriggling bag. This is this is a typical Sunday. This is just every fucking Sunday. I feel like I run into an old lady with a bag of rats. Jesus. Um, We've all been in the subway car with the lady with, with the, the bag, bag of rats. rats. Come on. There's, every city's got at least like a million every of them. Every city's got their rat lady. <laughs> um, you eventually, um, you hear, as things begin to slow down, uh, as you approach the final station and slows to a stop it was good to meet everybody (laughs) nobody answers you (laughs) as they would in a city one guy like nods at you and then looks back at his paper um and you exit out with this bag of rat on your shoulder um you exit out onto the platform this platform looks incredibly like different than the last this one is in fallen into disrepair Mm. is filthy you see pretty much every ad every poster here has got some sort of graffiti whether it be stickers or something like that people who are exiting here seem to be kind of like people who may have been working an all-nighter since it's like now midday i would say Mm -hmm. so people are kind of returning to their homes some people like shuffle by you pretty much keeping to themselves where are you what are you doing well, first of all, um, I uh, put my pack down on the ground. I take Stilton and I use him like um, a bread bag twist tie on the rat pack. Flip. I just twist him around as he's clamped down on the opening. <laughs> and I stow him away like, His a, iron like grip. a sandwich. Yep, and you shove him into your bag. You hear him click a few times from back there. Watch that rat. <laughs> Don't get bit. Um, pinch, pinch, pinch. You're a very hard carapace, so. <laughs> he would just poof away if he got... Fair. Um, I don't want rat droppings on my stuff, though. That's true. You might have to clean the bag. Yeah. Um, okay. I, uh, I guess I come out of the ground and I look around at what's, what, what kind of establishments are on the street. Like, sure. how spread out does it seem? Yeah. So what's the vibe? You walk out onto the streets of the sprawl. Um, it is, again, like, nearing midday at this point. Uh, and immediately it feels like you're in an entirely different city. Everything. The stone streets, the infrastructure, everything looks poorly kept. You see broken windows, cracked cobblestones and columns, large potholes. There is grime and a sort of varied stench, a mix of dirt, piss, and smog in the Mm. air. Um, Most of the people walking around you are diverse in ethnicity and species. Some are dressed as factory workers, other in like commoners, rags. Um, There are some corner stores like bodegas, um, groceries, cafes built into these like apartment buildings that line the streets. It is incredibly like 
still pretty crowded here um and as people are kind of pushing the way you see a cart like whips around the corner by you ah. hey look out uh give me a dexterity saving throw <laughs> okay i plus zero to this you still look like an old lady 15. 15. You managed to jump back as this wagon flies hey. by without hesitation at all. Um, he just tr- continues driving down the street, hitting another corner pretty fast before disappearing. You kind of are standing on basically a street corner. Um, you see that there are several streets nearby. Uh, give me a perception check. Yeah, and I would also like to um, twist my ring and... I go back to being Gorgonzola. Totally. But I do um, take my hair out of its signature braid. Mm. I shake it loose. Shake it loose. You now yeah, have a kind of large like mane of red yeah. hair around your face, framing you. Three. Three. Three on my perception check, Noah. Oh, boy. My, my good friend Noah of eight years. Three. You, you wander the streets of the sprawl for the better part of an hour. Um, oh, Jesus. Just kind of like wandering through. Nobody's giving you weird looks, but you do get some glances from some alleyways where people are clearly just like sussing you out to see if you're someone worth fucking with kind of yeah. thing. Um, but well, most got of a them, huge sword, you've got a so. massive sword, you're a towering half orc. <laughs> and, most a of them, and a wriggling backpack filled with two creatures. Um, they are, Who are fighting. turning away. You hear, they're like, you see one eyes you, but then you hear like, <laughs> and they're just like, oh, fuck. Uh, it goes back to his alley. But yeah, you make your way down the street, passing human folk as well as half-elves, halflings, gnomes, dwarves, a few dragonborn, and occasionally some half-orcs. People move with haste throughout the streets, talking with their peers, a variety of conversations and emotions being held in many different tongues, like dwarvish, elvish, and halfling. You eventually walk by a spot that looks to be a small hole-in-the-wall tavern. Longer than it is wide, in terms of, like, depth, rather. It's got a worn, golden-trimmed wooden sign about the door styled to look like a flying dragon um, written in this charming almost Tolkien-esque script the drunken drake Uh, the glass window in the front allows you to look into where you see simple tables lining the walls and bar stools before a bar slash open kitchen almost kind of like the setup's like a long sushi restaurant you know what I mean there's like the front bar area on the right side and then Mm -hmm. tables lining everything else it's not packed there are a few people there sharing an ale having some small stuffed pastries Uh, enjoying themselves while behind the counter you see a fetching halfling woman with dark brown skin thick curled black hair and bespectacled hazel eyes she wears uh, green robes and overalls over her um, clothes this like brown apron Um, she's smiling passing out food to people you're heading inside yeah i go inside i kind of take a take a look around when i walk in yeah you walk in here the bell ring as you do and you are hit by the scent of ale and freshly baked pastries mm. and savory fillings um it's Eating almost ship food for yeah. <laughs> ship food and, and then you were walking through a absolutely horrid smelling section <laughs> of the city so this is almost dizzying with how good it smells you manage to like find your way to a seat at the bar and the moment you arrive the halfling bartender slides over on a rolling stool and pulls out a quill and a pad of parchment hey kid what can i get you hey um i heard that there's you guys have some famous like dumplings or something or pastry yeah yeah yeah. um hold on she pulls out a little menu and slides it to you we have some savory we also have some sweet uh you know borbacoa cheese and veggie pulled chicken sausage peppers some roasted roasted vegetables but honestly whichever you think is best whichever one you like okay um and an ale and an ale yeah she pours you an ale puts it in front of you a large flagon of ale um it it looks to be this is even though this is a well-kept tavern this looks obviously 
pretty bottom of the barrel, like cheap ale. This is mm. like a Bud Light. <laughs> um, or Are it's emotional like a support animals allowed? Uh, yeah, what kind of animal? I can take my crab out. She <laughs> looks around at everyone. Yeah, that's fine. You can take a crab out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, take my crab out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, you meant a real crab. Okay. All right, uh, I'll get you those pastries. Hold on. Um, can I get water for my crab? Yeah, I'll get you some water for your crab. Actually, can you put some salt in it? All right, you got a lot of requests here. I'm Let sorry. me just handle I'm, this. I promise, I'm tipping. Uh, she heads into the back, and after a few moments, she comes back with a small selection of three different pastries. Uh, this one's um, pulled chicken. That one's really good. Uh, that one's just cheese and veggies. Uh, and this one's just straight roasted vegetables. Uh, special blend. Delicious. Um, hope you enjoy the total. Um, it's gonna be a total of five silver for the for the beer and and the pastries. I'll I'll, I'll throw in the water for free. She takes out a pinch of salt and sprinkles it into <laughs> a glass of water and puts it in front of the crab. I dunk still in it. Dunk. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. I I give her the five silver and then I I tip her uh, eighteen. No, I tip her twenty percent. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Um. Yeah. You. Thank, uh, thank you so much. What's twenty percent? Twenty percent of five silver, <laughs> five silver would be like one silver. Okay. So you'd give her six silver. Okay. You you hand over the coin. She pockets it. And thank you so much. Welcome to the drunken drink. Thanks so much. She continues um, serving, like you know, preparing some pastries in the back. As you're kind of you know taking in this in, you're about to take a bite when you feel like eyes looking at you from above. Uh, and you look up and you see a small, uh, pet-sized, plump, old, golden-scaled dragon <gasps> scramble through the rafters to get above the bar. It, like, looks at you and then looks at the halfling. Hey, B, give me a beer. And you see, without missing a beat, the halfling you now know as B pours a cup of ale and just hands it up to the little drake who takes it in its claws, leans against the wall, like, tail underneath it and begins to sip it. <laughs> That's the stuff. Hey, are you the, are you the owner? What? No, kid. I just live here. Oh, sorry. Um, the <laughs> halfling goes, I, I'm the owner. What, what can I'm I do for you? I'm sorry. No, I just, I didn't realize there'd be an actual drink. Oh yeah. That's, that's Al. He's, he's family dragon. Hey Al. Hey kid. New in town. I can tell. You got an aura. Oh. Yeah. It's, we could locals could tell that kind of thing. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can, yeah, it's, it's clear that you're, you're new here. Um, are you looking for a place to stay? We've got some rooms upstairs. Oh, you have rooms. Yeah, this is a tavern. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't have a place yet. Yeah, it's, uh. What kind of amenities you got? It's, it's a silver day. There's, there's, uh, all right, it's a communal bath shower, but hey, there's some curtains. It's a little private. Be honest with me. Is there, is there gunk on the floors? Do I got to get a pair of flip-flops? Well, you're wearing Crocs. I think those will do. The, you're wearing Crocs, rather. I think those will do the trick. <laughs> oh right, I could just wear my Crocs. Yeah, you could just wear your Crocs in Thanks. the shower. I think that these are really waterproof. Yeah, they're. they're, they're this I just is... got them because they're fashionable and um, they uh, are quiet to walk in. Fashionable. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. So um, it's mm, a silver sorry, day. Sorry, <laughs> Never would imply anything to a customer. Uh, it's a silver day. There's um. Here, she um, goes into like a little like wooden cabinet in the back, pulls it open, pulls out a key, and hands it to you. Oh, <laughs> um, I didn't say yes yet. Are you gonna say yes? Yeah. All right. Uh, hands you the key, <laughs> puts a hand out for the silver. Yep. <laughs> uh, takes the silver from you. 
Um, uh, I just hand her seven silver. I'll say I'll stay here for the week. I'll let you know if I'm if I'm gonna change. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, no refunds. Um, <laughs> um, she uh, maybe refunds it. <laughs> like it burns down or something. You threatened in my store. No, just I'm, I'm new here. It's not gonna burn down. Trust me. Okay, you've got a Drake upstairs. I'm just saying. It's not. Elle's harmless. I'm not harmless. You're harmless. Yeah, you you get to enjoy your pastries. You drink a little beer. You spend some time there. Is there anything you want to do while you're here? I mean, you can obviously yeah. settle into a room and stuff. I want to people watch a little. Um, just kind of see like who frequents this kind of place. Uh, if it seems like a working working people place. Mm-hmm. Or... Are you like how much time are you willing to spend there? I mean, oh, you're gonna probably. spend the night there, so you could yeah, stay. Yeah. I probably day. sit sit at the bar for like half an hour and half eat. an hour. Uh, yeah, you see, there's a few people come in. B will greet them, be like, "Hey, Jerry, how you doing?" He's like, "Hey, what's up?" Just like a like a stout dwarven man comes mm. in, buys some beer. Um, it seems like it's exactly the kind of place you're describing. This is like the kind of jewel that only the locals may know of. Mm. Um, it's it's no guards or anything. No guards. In. You actually don't spot any guards this far out. Um, it seems like maybe they might do patrolling at night or something. Yeah. But right now, there's there's few to none on the streets um you spend some time there nothing of note necessarily happens Mm. at the end you see um pushing through the door is like this tall handsome um, man with um tan brown skin um and these kind of whitish blue eyes and a Mm. shock of white hair on his head um he walks by grunts just like (laughs) and bees like sups mate how you doing just grunts, heads upstairs. Okay, bad day, I guess. He regular? Yeah, he's a regular. Um, hey, let me ask you a question, B. Sure. Uh, I just, you know, I just got uh, in town and I was just looking at this uh, newspaper. Uh, first of all, how much do newspapers usually cost? Yeah, two copper a rag. Okay. All right, just making sure this kid didn't, you know. Oh, were you? Where were you in the city when you got your, when you got the paper? I mean, near the gates. Yeah. Oh, near the gates? Should have yeah. waited before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they do. I'm sure they offered you a pamphlet. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Those aren't that. Five. It was like five gold for that? Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Insane. Yeah. Informative, but insane. What's the deal with this? Uh, with this? Um, I saw, like, gang activity? Uh, give me an insight check. Okay. You're looking at your insight. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I forget which is it, the fact that insights has the beginning of intelligence makes me think uh, it's intelligence could, sometime, yeah, yeah. but it's wisdom. Yes. And that's their fault for making insight wisdom. Um, <laughs> 17, though. I 17. Rolled. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's some troublemakers throughout the city, but it, yeah, it's nothing kind of same to, as always. Same, you know, just, it's a tough city. city You'll get stuff. used to it. With that high of an insight check, though, yeah. you do kind of gleam. There is something she's not telling you. Okay, that's fine. All right, um, I like to get settled in my room. All right, um, you are uh, room three, second floor. Um, you're towards the uh, literally just go up, turn around, and uh, it's by the window. Any neighbors? Um, right now there's just uh, smites across the hall from you, but pretty empty cavern right now. Okay. Thanks, um, B. No problem. Uh, enjoy your stay. Thank you. Gets back to work. You head upstairs. 
through the restaurant front, passing a gender-neutral bathroom and a set of stairs that lead up to the several floors above you. Climbing these old wooden steps that creak as you head up, you stop on the second floor um, where you see that there is a long hallway spreading back um, to your left and right. Uh, A few simple doors. Um, Seems like this place could house quite a few people, but in general is, is not right now um yeah you walk towards the left which is towards facing the street Mm -hmm. um and you find your door room three a straight view Uh, street view yeah nice hey you paid up front um (laughs) you use your key to open up the door and you find a relatively small like plain quarters um there's an old worn rug a single bed that probably just barely fits you given Mm -hmm. how big you are um some clean but like low quality blankets it's just the one window looking out onto the street where you see that there are like people still going about their days still in like clicks on your shoulder and gestures at the bag which you see is still wriggling yeah yeah i'm not sure what i'm gonna do with that but i feel like it's weird maybe i'll take it to a vet anyway you need to get your vaccinations so when i take you i'll take the rat and see I toss a hunk of cheese into the bag for the rat. <laughs> You're like squeaking <laughs> and it settles briefly as it okay. enjoys the cheese. Um, yeah, home, home sweet home, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take out, you know, what little kind of uh, small accoutrement I have that aren't extremely valuable. Is it like a lockbox in the room? Uh, no. Okay. It looks like the most secure place would either just be, like, under the bed, basically. Right. I keep my shit on me. I keep that thing on keep me. Keep that thing <laughs> on me. By that thing, I mean my priceless magical <laughs> objects. Um, I would like to, um, do, um, find familiar, turn Stilton into, uh, a cat again. Okay. Um, you do not have to mark a spell slot Thank for that you. because I believe you can ritually cast it once he is there. Um, and what are you changing him into? As you set up the summoning circle, you put out some incense, you light it. Change him back into a cat. Um, and I set him up by the window where hopefully there's a little bit of light coming in. Yeah, he, I'm, I make a little bed up. for him. Take one of the pillows and stuff it, it on the him. windowsill. Yeah, he perches upon it, snuggles down, and immediately goes to sleep. Are you happy to be not a crab anymore? Just such a, you get the sense that this is just such a, a more comfortable existence because of the fact that a crab is just like so small and it, it in just a like big world. In a big world. Um, and a cat is just a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, he seems to be resting he easy. Seems happy. Yeah. Okay. And, and I would say. I just want you to be happy still. And that's the whole point of this campaign <laughs> is to make my pet happy. This, the new goal, top of the list, is make my pet happy. Is, have you ever seen those bumper stickers that are like, I work hard so my cat can be happy? Like, <laughs> my hands look like this, so her so, hands look like this. So her can look, can like, look that. like this. Oh my goodness. Very funny. Yeah, so you kind of, you get settled in there. Um, it looks like it's, it's nearing mid-afternoon and stuff like that. You can, you know, kind of ride out this first day um you know rest or you can go out and explore um this i would say that this is um it's sunday you made really great time on your trip you Mm -hmm. were supposed to be 10 days it only took about seven Mm -hmm. um the charcuterie festival starts on friday yes um so you really have like all week to kind of do whatever you want to do in the city I think Zola probably ta- hits hits the deck, takes a little nap, and then I I want to explore the city when it gets a little bit closer to um, 
being like sundown. Okay. Um, yeah, you can heal up because that's probably a bit of a short rest. Thank you. Eventually, um, the sun begins to set of over the city. Um, night begins to fall on your first day in the capital, the warm light glistening off the gold stone structures of the city in the distance. You feel your body fully breathe for the first time. You've made it. You have traveled hundreds of miles, survived the trials of the Mara Emara, and now you're here in the capital of the Aurelian Empire, surviving. You begin to feel how truly tired you are and still and connected to you um, is still like snuggling under the, the windowsill, just trying to get some more rest. As the sky darkens and the stars begin to blink into view, you see all throughout the city lights go on, little globules one by one, illuminating these glass street lamps you've seen positioned along the streets. Um, they kind of, They seem to just like automatically go on this certain mm-hmm. time um the ones in your area they kind of seem to be flickering a little mm-hmm. bit and they mirror the twinkling star-filled sky above you you feel like maybe there is some hope some opportunity in this city for you and i think that is where we will end our first session big city big orc big city big orc big dreams <laughs> big dreams big dreams concrete jungle <laughs> dreams are made of and we have to stop there so we don't get any cover infringement. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Arc 3, Book 3 of Try Not to so Die. So fun. Join us on our Patreon for The Afterlife where you can hear us talk about this episode, um, what we're looking forward to in the arc. Um, yes, yes. A little behind the scenes, uh, only you know $5, and then you get a whole other show, whole weekly drop every Tuesday. Twice in your feed, baby. So thank you for listening. Thank you especially, of course, to our Eldritch patrons, uh, especially, especially our Tryhards and Up, uh, who I will now listen uh, and send praises and blood oaths to our gang. our gang. Andrew, Anita, hi mom, Becca, Colleen, Eclair, <laughs> hi, Ashley's, <laughs> hi, Ashley's mom, <laughs> Emily, Jacob, Kate, Nicole, Paige, and I'm our producer <laughs> daddy, Rose, Evelyn Campbell. Producer daddy. Our producer. Thank you for your money. <laughs> money please uh, <laughs> thank you all so much if you would like to support us uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash try not to die pod follow us on all the things at try not to die pod all the things we'll get some of those maps up yeah if, yeah those maps I'm gonna I'm gonna clean them up a little bit because they were all essentially I, I didn't I didn't start over once I just rewrote over everything <laughs> um, so yeah sign up you'll the people who will get to see those first will probably be the Patreon hell yeah um, and again just for one dollar you'll have all access to um, ad free episodes which we've uploaded all of them five dollars you'll be getting that after show and up from there we're, you know we got all the music up there live streams bonus episodes Bubba boom there's so much coming out this year Polls i'm so excited to help us decide what we're doing this arc yeah yeah drop in and see like give your feedback tell us what you want to see you can message us we talk on, in the messages if you yes. I'm, I'm on there you can get if you message me and be like oh my god i can't believe this happened i'll be like me too me too believe it i'm in it and, <laughs> me I, too. and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> um so if we don't have any other plugs i will just say thank you again for listening we love you so much until next time try, try not, not to die, die. Thank you.